All right, gang, it's time for Puck Off. Fraser Smith, I'm here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, performing at the Laugh Factory this week. Andy Picaro is in Los Angeles in the studios. And Joe Bartnick, where are you? Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, getting ready for me and Verzi at the Pittsburgh Improv. I uh, just did DV this morning, and everyone's uh, fired up for hockey season. They're fired up for football season. They, things are back. Sports is back. Man. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you're going to have some great shows there. That uh, That's your hometown. Everybody's going to turn out. Um, and a lot to talk about in hockey. Yeah, uh, tons of tons of puck off fans I know will come out. I saw I saw the super genius Mark Madden um, when I was on DVE, and he's not as high on Galchenyuk as I am. <laughs> really? Mm. Yeah, kind of funny, but we're both in agreement. As long as it pushes Dominic Simone down the depth chart, uh, you know, it, it, everything is better. I, I, I said Simone is like the is like when Seinfeld could not go out with that chick because. And Newman broke up with her. It was a fatal flaw. He couldn't get past it. I'm like, that's like me in, in Simone's book uh, in the Washington Capitol series two years ago. I'll never get past it. I never can't think about it. So. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just can't get past those things. A- 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 Andy Vaccaro saw you in, uh, instead of course you killed it at the Laugh Factory, right, Andy? Oh, it's it's great. The, nothing's like the Laugh Factory or like the store late at night when it's supposed to be dead, and then somebody goes up and crushes. Like you know when when you just hear drinks clinking and it's it, like everything's kind of ending. And I saw Frazier at the end of the night. It was great. Well, it was such a nice surprise to see Andy in the crowd when I walked off stage. I was like, wow, a friendly face. Uh, you know, it was nice to see him out there. And, uh, yeah, those late-night spots are wild. You never know what's going to happen. But uh, we did have fun that night. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the uh, some of the news that's happening before we get to my uh, before we get to the athletic fans. Hold the NHL wingers came out, top 20 wingers, tons of complaints. Uh, good stuff here. First up, uh, Florida is going to retire Bobby Lou's number. Number one in your playbook, their first number retiring. I think a great choice. Um, I love Bobby Lou, always have. Uh, my question to Andy is, is he going to go to the Hall of Fame? I say yes. What do you think? Oh, 100%. His numbers are there. His wins are there. I mean, he's top, he's top at least I think he's top six all-time wins now, right? Like, I think he's... He's got to go, and just from the numbers, I think his numbers make it inarguable. Fred, yeah, I think, uh, well, I think he goes in, sure. You know, he has been a great goalie, and, and uh, I'm glad they're retiring his number. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think You know what's funny is, you know, he... Go ahead. The gold medal makes up for the cup in my head. You know, a lot of times we want to see a goalie get a cup before he goes in. Uh, but you know, being being a, winning a gold with Canada there, being the goalie during the Golden Goal, coming in for Brodor, I think that makes up that lack of a, a stat of him never lifting it. Yeah, and that's a good point, goals. Eddie. Yeah. Well, it's an excellent point, and it's funny how you know it really is a little politics. I mean, I think he goes in his numbers. Uh, the Golden Goal, uh, the Golden Saves, uh, the Golden Win definitely helps. But it's funny, you know, uh, our old buddy uh, Tom Barrasso. Uh, two Stanley Cups, he, he will not get a sniff because he is universally hated by the media. <laughs> you know, he's not going to get in. Um, and, but I think Bobby was a better goaltender. Don't get me wrong, but it's kind of funny how it is a little politics, but you got to love Bobby. Well, 
Uh, well, I was just going to say that happens a lot. You know, uh, if it's if it's a close call, it's you know the the one who's uh, liked the most usually gets in. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of liked, love, Doc Emmerich was inducted into the Sports Broadcast Hall of Fame. And my question there is, or not even a question, I thought that happened 30 years ago. What happened? I mean, did, you know, he's been, he's been, he's been the standard, standard bearer, whatever that phrase is, for the last 30 years. He's always been amazing. He's always been treated like Jesus. I don't... I can't believe he just made it now. I mean, how many Emmys does the guy have? And he, and he is right. in hockey, you know? Yeah. My question is what, well, is, what is that Hall of Fame? What do you just walk around like that's the microphone so-and-so used when they call this game? It just kind of seems weird. I don't know if they need a Hall of Fame. It'd be neat to see him, like, recognized in every arena or something like that. This kind of just seemed empty to me. Can anyone even name where the Sports Broadcast Hall of Fame is? Or, you know, do they even sell tickets? Is it free? I, I, you know, I'd like to see like you know a, a doc like a, like a little microphone with Doc's name under it in every arena or something like that. You know what I mean? I, I just felt this felt empty. Well, it's the end. Like Joe said, uh, I thought he was already in. Well, I think the Hall of Fame would be cool just if you saw like Doc Emmerich's like Bible that he carries every game <laughs> with every stat and birthday from the last fifty years. You know, if there is actually a Hall of Fame, you know, just have like. You know, like some, you know, like um, you know, Don Meredith uh, whiskey bottles, and you know, like what is in the all, actual Hall of Fame? And you're right, you know, who was bad suits from Lindsey Nelson? Who was in it when Doc wasn't in it? Was it just Vin Scully? <laughs> Is Doc too? Was it the Vin? Was it the Vin Scully house? And now it's Doc. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know, but they made a Coach they made Sal. a big deal about him getting yeah. in. So it must be a big. It, it must be a real thing, you know. Um, Andre Markov wants to come back to Montreal and play back in the NHL after skipping for the KHL for a couple of years. And as much as the Canadians are maybe one defenseman, maybe Markov away from pushing into the playoff picture, um, buyer beware, because we all know when they come over after leaving, look at Kami Chuck. That's all you have to say. Uh, Frazier, if you were the Canadians, would you want Markov back? Well, I would have to say yes. Uh, I know what you're getting at because you're right. It's it's hard to trust uh, someone who's already bailed on you. But uh, I think they need them. I think uh, that's a piece they could use, and uh, I would do it. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to just knee-jerk and say, yeah, it's a good idea because he had, like, a great second half of his career. He's one of those defensemen who, like, came out, never lived up to it, and then all of a sudden got some injuries, came back out and was a top two guy for years there. But I just don't see it, especially with a defenseman. It's one thing if he's like a gritty, keeps himself in shape winger. I, I mean, a guy who's already had injury problems, a guy who already disappointed the first half of his career, it's just such a big risk. I, I, I think there's enough guys in the AHL and enough young guys uh, in their system um, they get somebody else legs who's going to be probably playing for you for the next three years instead of doing a one-year patch with an older guy. I, I I don't like it in Montreal. There might be another team where that works out, and I don't think Markov's game is gone completely, even though I'm not going to lie and sit here and say I watch KHL games, but it seems like he's doing all right. But, I mean, 
I, I just don't. I, I think it's a bad idea. I think it's an idea halfway through the season the Montreal fans are booing. <laughs> but speaking of speaking of defensemen uh, and disgruntled ones at some point, Rasmus Ristolainen, a guy who I've always kind of liked but never seems to put it together, has implied that he would like trade it from Buffalo. Rasmus, they've been trying to trade you for two years. There's GMs and lots of jobs trying to trade you. <laughs> so uh, I, I, speaking, speaking of news, that is it news? Yeah, you want to? People, they want you out. It's weird, uh, you know. He uh, that that um that that phrase that I that I use sometimes that, that is kind of cliche, the hard to play against thing. It's not worth over five million dollars to be hard to play against. I don't. If if Jake Gardner hasn't signed anywhere. Who's trading for, for Ristolainen? And I'm not a huge shot at him. It's more a money thing. I mean, and 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 the cap being so tight, if you're not going to really go for a guy like Ristolainen, unless you're a contender, right? And every contender's at the cap, so I don't know what they're going to do with them. And like, it seems like now it just is going to be a bad situation for a few months. Well, I like his trade. I like his play. I mean, I, I think he's a great player, I, I, you know. Um, and if somebody wants out, you know, got to let them out because they're not going to, you know, it's not going to be good in the, in the locker room. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, get him out of there. Somebody could use him. I know what Andy's saying about all the people with cap problems, but uh, he's a good player. And I want to get credit How are you looking? Oh, sorry, Joe. It's so tough when we're out in the same room. Go ahead. I know it's it's weird three way too because it's uh, you, you know at least two guys are looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize, we apologize to the fans. We're trying to get one out though. Uh, Calgary is uh, they had an, an injury. Uh, a foreign guy got injured. Uh, facing his name, but uh, so they're looking for other defensemen. So people in Pittsburgh are gearing up, thinking maybe Jack Johnson could, could go to Calgary. But if I was them, I'd be looking at Rista Linen, uh, you know, over Jack yeah. Johnson. And once again, I'm, yeah. I'm not a Jack Johnson hater. And I want to give credit here. Ryan Lambert of Yahoo Sports Canada wrote something that I didn't know, um, but that uh, in 2016, the Sabres turned down Hall for Ristolainen. Wow. That could have been the trade. Wow. wow. And then the Oilers moved yeah. on and went ahead and settled for, for Larson for Hall. Uh, so as a Sabres fan, if you read that this morning, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that must have been a, that must have been a rough thing to read. <laughs> That's funny. Um, that is well. That is that is that is hilarious. You know, the funny thing is, is I I'm with Frazier because I watch a lot of Buffalo games for to, to just listen to Rick Jennerette. and Ristolainen has has you know a period here and there where he looks like a cross, you know, where he looks like a cross between. You know, you know, Chelios and and um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of and, and Paul Coffey. You know, he had his moments. He just, yeah, yeah, and he just disappears for months. But then in one game, he'll have like two assists, and he'll put someone in, 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 into next year. And you're like, oh my god, this guy's great. He's gonna, be, he's gonna be a building block in Buffalo, and then he just you know plays terrible for a month. Well, he's one of those guys. Yeah, when he looks good, he looks really good. Yeah, I mean when they signed and then he does him, disappear. When they signed him, he was he was young, you know, to this deal he's at now the five four. He was 
you know, like in, in his early twenties, he was he was scoring like forty, I think forty or fifty points coming off a year like that. And I think they saw him as being a sixty some point defenseman, and he's just not. Yeah, he's good. He's really good, and I think any team would want him. It's just again a money issue. And then they gave him a million more than makes him movable right now. You know, at four four, he's gone already. Yeah, yeah. At four four, he's a penguin. Exactly, he's anywhere. <laughs> at four yeah. at four four, every team in the league could use him. Money is so tight right now that at five four, if you already have a one two. You know, you wouldn't add them, and again, just at the cap, you wouldn't. If, if you're a bad team, why? You know, there's not well, really there's any a, sense to build around. I mean, I mean, Detroit would be amazing. Get another. I was uh, just going to say that, Andy. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Uh, Red Wing as a Red Wing fan, we uh, we'd love to have him. I think. Do you think he fits Stevie Wise kind of personal code of conduct, not off the rink issues, but just kind of on ice? You know, I don't know if he fits the, you know, we give 110%, 110% of the time, Stevie Y. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he's a Stevie well, Y. Type of guy. I don't think Stevie guy's reaching out for a guy like him, you know. You may be right on that, but just uh, with his skill set alone, I think he could help a team like the Wings. And they, and they, oh, they, 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 they got not, the cash, There's too. not a team he can't help. Yeah. There's not a team he can't help. He's he's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He's, he's weight. They'll fight. He's dirty. He's got a wingspan. He's he, he's fast for a guy that big, and he's got good hands. He, he's made some ridiculous moves in the past where he looks like he literally looks like Peter Forsberg. It's just he it's, really it's yeah. Yeah, no. It's yeah. Like, it's, when he's on, he's really on. So you said the ghost effect with him is as big as anybody in the league. Where you know you can watch a game and go, "This guy's an all star," and then you can watch a game and not notice him, and he's six five. That's tough to do. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, I think we spent way too much time on a guy that everyone's trying to move. Everyone's <laughs> trying to move. But I'm going yeah. to say one thing about him. And the thing is, too, you know, a lot of big guys, we can name, you know, Tyler Myers, Truba, a lot of big guys, they, they don't have that pit bull mentality. You know, risk the line is mean. It's, you know, yeah. it's like, I mean, you know, it's, 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 some, of the, some big guys, you know, you want it, but you, I mean, you want I mean, look, look at the, you know the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Alexiak. He was kind of a nice guy. You wanted him to be mean. Here you got a guy that's mean. You can't even. Pay, you know. I mean, I guess you can't pay for it. It's, uh, it's way too much money. All right. Uh, <laughs> NHL. <laughs> the NHL Network has uh, released their top twenty winners, like they do every summer. Right now, not of all time. And I'll read them run one through 20, and uh, we'll debate them. And some of them are uh, head-shaking, to say the least. Uh, number one, uh, Kucherov, to get Kucherov. Number two, Patrick Kane. Number three, the great Ado Vechkin. Number four, the Rat, Brad Marchant. Number five, Mitch Marner. Number six, Leon Dreisel. Number seven, Johnny Hockey, Mr. Goudreau. Eight, the Breadman, Terry Panarin. Nine, Miko Rantanen. And 10, Pasta, David Pasternak. Uh, 11 through uh, 20, Blake Wheeler, Claude Lemieux, uh, Mark Stone, Vladimir Tarasenko, Taylor Hall, Jonathan Huberto, Matthew Kachuk, Landeskog, Patrick Laine, and Phil Kessel. Not appearing in this top 20, Kyle Clotter, Jake the Snake Gensel, who, who appeared... In 
in uh, uh, Jeremy Roenick's personal top 20, and Jamie Ben, which I like Kyle Connor. I know Frazier loves him. Uh, Jake the Snake, of course, he might get my own down votes. But not having Jamie Ben on this list is an absolute crime, right, Andy Pagaro? I I can't believe he was he he's not on the list. I I, I mean, the other guy I can't believe, and I'm I'm like reading it again, is Tarasenko. Oh yeah. Like I, I you, oh wait you had you had him there. He's Vla- well he's Vla- on there, but he's down I, he's no but he's okay. far down the list. No, just, just I would the- have him. In the quick read, I'm like, wait, where is Tarasenko? Okay, good. He's there. Uh, no, but no, yeah, Ben is No, he's the big, there, but he's... Yeah, Ben's the biggest one I, 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 that, 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 that should be on. I can't even think of another guy. I mean, maybe Stone. I, I think this is a pretty good list. I, I Again, I'm, I hate to agree with lists. That doesn't make great podcasting all the time. But I like this list. I, I don't think I move many things around. And, and look, it has nothing to do with his... With his contract negotiations, and I and Mitch Marner is a good player. He's a really good player. He's a top twenty winger. I'd rather have Drysaitel and Goudreau and Panarin and Rantanen and Pasta. You know, I'm just I, that's what I would do. I'd move Marner behind those guys in front of Wheeler. Other than that, I think the list is the list. Cooch is the best player maybe in the league uh, as far as just scoring, producing goals. Patty Kane. Amazing, Ovi, Rat. I think those are all fine. I think I just moved Marner behind Pasta, get, get him back there like five spots. I have a lot of problems with this list, but I'll let Frazier go next. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, I like Marner, and uh, so I'm I'm fine with him being up there. Tarasenko, I would move up the list, and Connor is a problem. Yeah, you know, I agree with because uh, I like Connor. Uh, you know, I think he's great. I think he should be on there. And Ben as well, of course. Uh, I don't get that. Uh, most of the rest of the list I'm okay with. But um, there's a couple guys that would move up. And one would be Tarasenko. Now, uh, first of all, and I, you know where I'm going. There's no way Claude Lemieux is the 11th best winger. Okay, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I would, I would, I would ask. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull. You know, you're kidding. You're kidding me. That you'd rather have Claude Lemieux than Vlad, than Vlad, Vlad Tarasenko, or Taylor. I agree Hall, there. Or, yeah. or Stone, or Kachuk, or Landeskog, or Phil Kessel, or Patrick Line, or Jake the Snake, or Ben, or Kyle Connor. That, that he's twenty third. He's twenty fourth right there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree on that one. In fact, yeah. you have not listed as fraud instead of fraud. Yeah, that's why it's made it hard yeah. to read the list. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, look, he do, he's he's only a power play and penalty kill specialist. And if you take away Claude's uh, even strengths uh, points over the course of his career, you really take away uh, pretty much nothing because he didn't score many. Um, so yeah, I don't love Claude being on the list. He has that skill set. And if I'm killing a penalty or I'm on the power play, I certainly love, and he's on my team. I'd love to have him out there, but yeah, I, I mean, I can totally see Joe's, um, that that's where Ben goes. It, it, that's the guy you take off. I was having trouble finding a guy to yeah. take off, but I'll, I'll I absolutely agree with that one. I'm not going to take off Huberto. I'm not going to take off Hall, even after down year. Kachuk is the most important player in Calgary. 
land a Skog lining. There's no way, yeah, there's no way to take anyone off besides Claude. And I'm not as I'm not as anti-Claude as, as Joe and a lot of people from my hometown are, but I do think that he's not, I don't take any of these guys, like these all guys all come over him, absolutely, including Connor, Snake, yeah. and Ben. And I'd even throw in Alex DeBrinkett or Cam Atkinson. <laughs> like I'd throw well, in other right, guys too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cam Atkinson for for sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, who, who, you know, if if you're throwing people over the boards, you're behind the bench. Who are you going to tap? You need a goal. Patrick Line or or Claude Lemieux? I mean, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I understand they didn't have any flyers on the last couple lists, and they're trying to, you know, boost ratings. But that 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 to me is a fraud. It's funny how Andy, he's uh, newer to the show, doesn't know all all my. uh, Oh, Barknick, uh, uh, all, the, all the lingo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, <laughs> Joe has never... Pat? Patty? Yeah. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you the other... Uh, you know, what's funny is, like, I, I don't have a problem, obviously, uh, with the top three, but it is kind of funny that Ovi is third, because, I mean, Kucherov is just amazing, and, and Patrick Kane's Patrick Kane, you know? I mean, but you, it's like, kind of hard to the guy that we're putting on the... The Mount Rushmore, basically, the last thirty years is, you know, he's number three on that list. And Rat, I, 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 I think I, I don't have as big of. I, I understand um, Andy's point on Marner, but you know, I, the one I'm a little bit more, the second five, a little bit more like I don't know about because to me, Leon Dreisaitl, I guess he played winger, but that's like if you're going to count, you know, if, if, when Lemieux played on Ronnie's wing, you know, I don't know. To me, yeah, Leon's well, yeah. Yeah, and, and do you? Count, yeah, you know, I think I, you think of him more as a center. Yeah, and do you count Pavelski? Because I, like, I, I've his seen. Fault. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was saying I've seen, I've seen Pavelski listed as a winger on some of these, not this list, but sometimes he'll come up as a winger. So yeah, some of these times it's like where where if the guy hasn't lined up there more than 75 percent of the time, I don't think he should be called it. You know. Right, um, and then uh, Johnny, I, 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 Johnny Hockey, big fan. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'd rather I'd rather have the bread man ranting or pasta than Johnny Hockey on my team. I, you know. Well, I'd have to go yeah. with you on that. Yeah. If I could take one of them, I think I just I mean, take Rantan I take Rantanen. Yeah. Rand is underrated on this. List. I mean, Rantan could to me, Rantan could be fifth on this list, and I wouldn't even have a problem with it to be honest with you. I, I, other than maybe you got to put the bread man there. I mean, the, I mean, the well, you got to put bread man up there. The bread yeah. man is eighth is pretty crazy. It really is pretty crazy. He's eighth on this list. It doesn't make. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, that that that's a bit of a shocker. Um, I would I would have Vlad higher. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think Hubidor really. I I like Hubie. I like to say Hubie Doobie Do on the morning skates. I you know I like Hubidor. I I don't I think he'd be the one guy that I think I think he, oh you got to put Ben I mean well obviously Ben and then I I think yeah, I know it's hometown but I mean you know uh, Snake should be I think Snake should be on the list I think Snake should be ahead of Humidor I really do I mean not many guys on this list had more goals than, than Jake like if you if they, if you do this list by goals he's coming in in the top third so so yeah I, right. I, I mean I mean for sure and I, I, yeah I think that. You know, you can't go wrong with any of these guys. I would, My yeah, name just I would goes, switch Snake for Huey. I think I would. It's close. It's close. I, I wouldn't be unhappy with either one of those players. But if I have Sidney Crosby, I want Jake. <laughs> I, I want the, yeah, the guy yeah. that can bury like that, you know? 
I mean, if you went Sidney Crosby, if you had Sidney Crosby, the only person you don't want is Dominic Simone on the list. <laughs> 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 That's the only, you know, but it's, uh, but it, I, I actually think there's less, uh, I don't know, I, I, I think there's less mistakes on this list than the center list we did last week, in my opinion. I, I, uh, yeah, I think, I think more, you're right. Yeah, I, I, the center list was all out of order. Uh, I, what, what's funny about these lists to me is that Kyle Dubas and Joe Sackick must be thrilled with these lists. They're trying to sign these guys, and all these lists come out in the summer talking about how they're all in the top five or six players. Like you know, uh, It's a direct uh, comparison now to the other guys, but it's just so amazing to think that that uh, Panarin, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Rat and, um, and, and Pasta, Will end up making less than uh, Tavares, uh, Matthews, and uh, um, now I'm blanking. And Marner, they'll all make more. Each individual player will make more than combined those two in Boston. Those two make about wow. those two make like eleven nine when you put it together. And now I know I'm exaggerating because everyone else in Toronto is going to make eleven. But for eight hundred thousand dollars less, you could have two of the top wingers <laughs> in the league. Uh, or eight million dollars less. I'm sorry. So it's it's amazing the 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 price wow, difference yeah. in some of these guys when you're looking around at like guys like Pasta and stuff. They're, he's right next to Breadman, making half. Signed his contract only two years prior. It's so weird the the contract uh, numbers. That's what I keep thinking when I look at this. Well, yeah, I mean, Pasta is literally a ten, almost underrated on this list. Yeah. Well, he's probably better than Johnny in hockey, but I mean, you know, he's a legitimate. Eight, you know, I mean, yeah, it's. There's a lot. There's just so much talent nowadays. Um, any, 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 any other thoughts before we move ahead? Well, uh, just uh, excuse my anger in this on this, but it, did they make the deal for Marner? No, no. Marner is still not yet. Which, which leads, which leads to either two ways to go. By we have uh, also talking today. We can do my summer grades, which were published on the my pro hockey news column, which I said feel so incomplete when you know like nine super important players are still out there <laughs> to, to give to give grades but if we if we're on Kyle Dubitz's time frame it might be it might be Thanksgiving and American Thanksgiving when all these grades come in because they're all kind of waiting for Marner to sign before these other teams uh, sign their restricted free agents but let's do, let's talk about this the athletic uh, great uh, hockey site if you're a hockey fan, I know a lot of newspapers around the country and, and not in Canada, but in America, they don't say they don't have as much hockey coverage as you want. Uh, join the athletic because I think for three bucks a month, I know in Pittsburgh, they basically have the two best hockey writers uh, for the Penguins are, are on that site. Uh, the guys we talk about all the time, uh, Ross Signoli, and, you know, they just have uh, in Minnesota, they, they have the, the number one guy in Minnesota. Usually, usually they just steal the number one guys from the old newspapers. So, yeah, they're, um, they're where your favorite beat writer ended up. If you had a favorite beat writer and you can't find him anymore, he's on the Athletic. They got him. Yeah, if, yeah. If your newspaper went extinct, uh, the guy is found at the Athletic. But they had a fans poll where they conducted a, a, a poll of front office. Um, how much faith you have in your front office? Now, this is the stupidest poll I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I don't know who these fans are. <laughs> I honestly, guys, I would check all these fans for CTE problems. Okay. Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, first, uh, so I'll, 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 
I'll, I'll read 10 and 10, 20 to 30, and then, uh, or 10, 20, 10 to 20, 20 to 30. Top 10, uh, Tampa, New Jersey, Colorado, St. Louis, Toronto, Carolina, Sharks, Rangers, Boston, Washington. Second 10, Nashville, Arizona, Las Vegas, Winnipeg, Florida, Calgary, Columbus, Detroit, uh, Dallas, uh, Montreal. Bottom 10, Anaheim, Buffalo, Islanders, Philly, Chicago, Pittsburgh, L.A., Edmonton, Vancouver, Ottawa, Minnesota. Okay, I'll start off by this. Okay, I understand Minnesota's front office terrible. They can the guy. Ottawa, do they have a front office? Vancouver, I don't think they're at the bottom five, but okay, they're not so good. Edmonton, you have you have you have Mr. Holland now, Kenny Holland. You're in you're in top ten land, if not top five land. L.A. I understand. Uh, you know Blake. I don't know. He's going to see Elton John or the Rolling Stones. I don't. He's, he's not doing his job. He's not doing anything. So I see no confidence. Oh, Pittsburgh. I agree. Pittsburgh's like twenty six. What? What? He's won you. He's won you two Stanley Cups. Really, Jim Rutherford just got to the Hall of Fame. You don't have any confidence in him, really, Pittsburgh. And then, and then, and right next to them, Chicago. Oh, I don't know. All Scotty Bowman's kids done is won three Stanley Cups. But no, you have more confidence in him than people have in, in Florida and Winnipeg in Columbus in Columbus Columbus Columbus. That, that foreign guy, he hasn't done anything right. He sold the team away. He let the team walk away in the playoff round. Right? Nashville. That, Nashville's like 11th. They gave away Subban. They gave away P.K. Subban. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, the only I agree. I, 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 you know, I mean, I, I get Tampa is number one, okay, you know, but he's not CBY. We'll see what happens. I mean, they just signed Shanker. Jersey, well, yeah, well, Shiro is a mensch. But other than that, I mean, how, I mean other than that, how, I understand any of these full strangers. Smith, I'm sorry, whatever. <laughs> well, and you know Stevie Y is going to do well. Yeah. You yeah, know he will, but Stevie he just got in there. But how, yeah, how is Stevie Y like 17? If my math, oh. <laughs> if, if my math is correct, nine of the last 12 Stanley Cup winners are listed in the bottom five. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, Chicago, Pittsburgh, L.A., and um, uh, where's where, where the other one? Oh, and Anaheim, I know it's been a while, are all listed in the bottom. And I know this is uh, going into this season how you feel. There's been no changes in the Pittsburgh front office. I mean, Botterill left a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, I guess L.A. and Chicago have had some turnover. But is this a completely what have you done for me lately? Like, how good were you this summer? List because even if it's what have you done for me lately? The New York Islanders are like twenty seconds. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense either way at all. It doesn't make sense either way. That's ridiculous. And then you have Tampa, who doesn't have one of their best centers signed as first. Nothing against Tampa, but I don't know. I consider it a better front office if point is signed. And I'm going to say the same thing with Toronto. And I also consider it a better front office if you have six defensemen. Which they don't. So I'm not sure, again, or, or you don't let Nylander become a mess into December last year. I don't I don't get how, and I get that they have a lot of readers probably at the Athletic and they're voting for their home team. That one just doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, they're, I'm not saying Toronto's at the bottom. They're not at the top. How, how is San Jose... Go ahead, Frazier. 
Well, I was, I was going to say I moved the aisles up for sure. How how is San Jose number seven? San Jose gave a gave a wounded a wounded Carlson too much money and let their captain walk for seven million. Such a so bad decision for seven million. Yeah, good and point. Still, and they still haven't signed their souls, important. I I I I mean, literally, it's idiocy. I mean, the Winnipeg the Winnipeg Jets lost half their lost half their defense, and then Line A and Kyle Connor are still out there. And and they're ahead of they're and they're ahead of Lou Lamarillo, uh, Bowman, and Jim Rutherford. This is why the, and the fans TV can't. Why. Yeah, well, and I think Kenny Holland's going to, like you said, he's going to come on. You can't put him down that low. Well, I think they're they're yeah, punishing him. Get started, but they're punishing him for the franchise. And I think that again, this is this is it's such a bad poll because. The readership, what we're looking at is probably the readership of The Athletic where it's the highest and lowest. Because, yeah, that makes no sense to put him down there. You're punishing him for Torelli's sins, putting Edmonton at the bottom right now. It's like, again, if this is right this second, then, yeah, there's no... He's earned a career where he's never going to be named at the bottom of the GMs or bottom of the front office. And I realize front office is more than the GM, but that's really what we're talking about. It really is just the uh, vitriol, the venom of where when you like somebody or when things are good, you're not on Twitter. And, and, and the people who really are just vocal are the, are, the, are the most nonsensical. You know, I mean, really, like, yeah. I would say, you yeah. know, like, the, like, the, like the people in Pittsburgh that call up Madden and complain or go on Twitter and complain are really, are really stupid. I'll say it right now, you're stupid if you complain about Jim Rutherford. Oh my God! You think you thought maybe Jack Johnson got a little too much money? He he gave you two Stanley Cups. Remember when Rutherford wasn't the GM? Remember where we're at? We were, I mean, Sid. We were like Sid and Gino were going to leave with with one. Gino was leaving, and Sid only had one cup. Give me a break! And, I mean, and 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 then you're worried about you're worried about Bowman. They're they're they're, 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 they're worried about Bowman in Chicago. Are you kidding me? Like I mean, the the only the only ones I understand are and the bot are, are really the bottom five because I mean Blake hasn't done anything to pick up a paycheck. Uh, I, I Edmonton, I yeah. get it. Okay, you're mad. Maybe you didn't get the maybe you're here at your cottage this summer and didn't remember that you guys signed Kenny Holland. Vancouver, uh, I, I don't think they're the worst, but Ottawa, who even you know, I, I, okay, he's he's like he's a mouthpiece. He's like being the Pirates GM. And then Minnesota, okay, he's last, but I, I, I don't know. I, I but, thought that it's, well, good, it's good to talk about in the summer, but just idiocy. How is Vancouver down there, though? All they've done the past two years is cultivate young talent. Are we punishing them because the Sedins can't live forever? Like, how are they that <laughs> far down? Is, like, like the, how is that anybody's fault? Like, uh, like they're a young team that's building the right way. And they've made some nice pickups. Yeah, they've made some nice pickups. They're doing it the right way. They're going to be good in two years, and they're not going to have any exorbitant, crazy contracts. I mean, maybe Brock Besser's going to be pretty big, uh, and uh, Peterson, but it's, we're still talking three years away from that contract. So it's like that they're looking great with youth and moving forward. How are they at the bottom? Yeah, they makes are. No sense. That's a good point. Well, no, but I know, but I can see where they're like in twentieth because you know they gave a couple big contracts. You know, are you rebuilding? Or are you going to give Tyler Myers too much money? Yeah. You know, I you know like are you rebuilding? Or are you going to give J T. Miller? I like I love J T. Miller, but you know I I, know, I thought last year I thought they paid some guys 
that you know, like uh, some 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 middling to bring some grit and some overall veteran leadership. I think they gave a couple of three and four year contracts to some guys. I wouldn't have given them to. So I can understand them being twentieth. You know, but you know, I if that makes any sense. But I, I mean, you know. I, I, I definitely not laugh. Just seeing anybody also behind Montreal, I mean, they've flubbed everything, uh, and, and they're all still there. Nobody gets fired in Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, these are all, this this list makes no sense. It's why the fans can't really vote for the All Star Game anymore. We put in John Scott and we ruined it, and now we're ruining the front office. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, let's uh, let's uh, let's start let's start my uh, let's start my summer grades. My my well, let's start by reviewing my summer grades and see what you guys think. Uh, I can't wait to hear uh, these for my pro hockey news. Okay, I we'll do the Atlantic and then we'll save the next three for we'll save the next three divisions for next week. Um, okay, and let me let let me say this let me say this. Um, you know, I know that there's some. I, I took into consideration all the people who aren't signed yet, and I'm a pretty tough grader. I, I, uh, I I'm not. I, 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 I'm tougher than I was last year. I'm not Catholic school nun tough, but I'm, uh, I'm not like gym public school gym teacher easy. You know, these are these are you know they're pretty tough grades. Um, for the Toronto Maple Leafs, let's start there. Cal Dubas and company. I give the Maple Leafs a summer B. I give them a B. I'll tell you why. I they turned Kadri, who I think you don't want him around anymore, to Tyson Berry and Kerfoot. I think was great. I think a great trade for uh, for Dubas. They, I mean, he signed J- J- Johnson and, and Kapanen to. I mean, criminally, there should be an investigation how cheap they were signed. Like I swear to God, Shanny had held him out of. Out, out, out the window like vanilla ice, you know. I mean, literally. Mm. I don't know how they got. Um, Spencer was signed for meal money, and I like Cody's. If Cody, Cody seems to can come in there and play better than Hainsy and Zaitsev. Now, I would have given him like a B plus, A minus, I mean, even an A minus. But that Mitch Marner contract is going to drag through at least Halloween. It's going to be a problem, and that's why I gave him a B. Your thoughts, Frazier? Well, I agree on that. They needed to get the they need to get the Marner thing done, and uh, so that's not good. And um, Spezza, that was pretty good, but they need a defenseman, and they didn't get a defenseman, and that's what they really need. Yeah. I, so Fraser is worse than a B. <laughs> I know. I say a B is about fair. Yeah, because I mean, I, I had to take into the fact that. They could have lost Kapanen and Janssen because someone could. I mean, a good team could easily give Kapanen five million dollars. I mean, any team could give Kapanen five million. I don't think it'd be a crime. Yeah, I think. Well, I just don't think they feel a big need. You know. No, I I, I agree. Now I think I should give them a B minus. I, I wanted to be nice. <laughs> I really like, and I think Spencer for seven hundred thousand to come in for Kadri is that's stealing them. That's that's meal money in Toronto. Go ahead, Andy. Yeah, I, I was saying I feel like they're in C, C-plus territory just because I think I take away so many points for not only not getting the Mitch thing done, um, but for for the fact that it's been an embarrassment of when it's going to be done. I mean, I said last week on the podcast, all he's done is set deadlines, which, you know, if you don't know when you're going to finish something, setting a deadline in public is the worst idea. 
And I think that that's right. Uh, you that's know, right. it's been embarrassing watching him say it'll be done. Uh, you know, at, at at the draft, it'll be done at free agency. It'll be done before the season. We're hopeful. It, it just keeps getting downgraded like a terror level. And I, I think that that's just been so disappointing when he's he's easily one one of the top three players in your team. I mean, well, we know who one and two are. He's definitely number three, and. You just have to get that done. So I just can't give them above a C with that hanging. But you're totally – everything else I like about what they've done. And I think that, that they're deeper and they're better. And if they get this deal done, they're probably the best team in the East. But they got to get it done. All right. Uh, Boston Bruins, um, I gave them a C- minus because they let Marcus Johansson and Noah Kari go to division rivals, i.e. Buffalo and – and Florida. Then they gave Danton Heinen. I thought I had too much money for, for a guy that was teetering on a healthy scratch in the finals. And they didn't sign McAvoy or Carlo. So you're going into camp without McAvoy or Carlo. I I, I mean I, I think their team is is, is coming into the season uh, a little bit worse than they were last season. So um, I gave them the C minus Frazier's well, Johansson, uh, I really like Johansson. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that went their way. Uh, Mac and Carlo, you're right. Got to get those guys locked in. So I, I mean, agree Johansson with you. Uh, two years, four point five a year. That's that's not that's really not much money for 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 him playing wing. Four point five. Yeah. You got to pay that on your second. Or you're, you're, what they're going to do is look for another second line winger, like they did this year, but they actually got him. You know. Well, yeah, and Johansson played so well uh, down the stretch. I thought. Um, so yeah, I think your grade is fair. C minus. Yes, yeah. yeah, C minus, and, and and everything you boys just said, and coupled with the fact that if you're not better at the end of the summer than you were in the beginning, how do you get above a C or C minus? That's that's the point. Good of the point, Andy. Yeah. And 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 what, yeah. Joe, what Joe said is a hundred percent on the head. They're not harder to play against without Carlo. <laughs> like like if they like and, and look, McAvoy is going to be back. I think they might have to sign and trade Carl. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, but yeah, they're not as good as they were when they lost the cup. So yeah, I, I'm a C minus is exactly where they should sit. Canadians, uh, they 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 lost out on Sebastian Ajo. But they didn't do anything stupid, which is huge for Mark Bergeron in Montreal. And I like how they got Ben, ben Chirac. He didn't play on their blue line, fit nicely in. I give him a C plus. Um, well, Chirac, Chirac is a good move. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, Chirac is a good move, but I just, but uh, yeah, Aho would have been a nice addition. Yeah, I, I just yeah. can't. I can't wrap my head around them being good. What they did, I I I, I would say D plus for the Canadians because because doing nothing stupid that that bar is only set because all they've done is stupid things the past three summers. <laughs> so it's like if they were a team that was competent, we'd be going, "What'd they do this summer? They didn't do anything." But because they're so incompetent, we're like, "Oh, they did fine." I, I mean, what was the the second biggest thing that besides Trod they brought in? What, what, what Kincaid? Like seriously, what was who, who? What was the next big move? And then all you did was sign a division rival's best player to a sweetheart deal. 
Like, what do you? What? what, what how does Excellent that, point. How does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, good point. You know, let let, let Carolina still have him unsigned. Let let that still be sitting there. Instead, you 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 just kind of gift wrap him to him for two million dollars less than he should be. So I feel that that's where I really it's stick fun. with them is, 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 is in the D range for sure. It's funny that, that that's how low the bar is, though. And Mike, <laughs> oh, did Bergeron um, not trade one of their most famous players ever? Okay, then we'll give him his people. Because <laughs> that's, that's usually what. It is. Uh, yeah, they, they yeah they, they didn't they, they didn't take down Rocket Richard's jersey from the Raptors. Um, no, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Stevie Y comes in, replaces Ken Holland. Solid draft. Stevie Y did not waste any illich money. I like the signing of 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 Philpola and Nemeth. They make not headlines, but it gives them depth, and they're solid players. I say a nice C plus for Detroit Red Wings, your home office, Fraser Smith. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think Stevie's just getting started there. He was a little uh, conservative, I think. Uh, there, I kind of like their draft pick. Um, it may not pan out this year, but I think down the line. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a fair grade. I go a little higher with them. I give them a B uh, because I think bringing in Stevie Y, it's more than just him being good at the front office. You, you've brought back the legend to be there now. And, I mean, maybe that's just more me thinking it's neat than it's a good thing, but I love it that he's back. Uh, and then I think huge. Uh, Philpia coming in, coming back, uh, a really solid center, can play any minutes that you need him to, uh, can play with anybody. Yeah, that's a good pickup. That's and, right. That's a good pickup. And, with, and, and, and they're bringing him back into a young team where he can kind of, you know, him and Larkin can kind of, you know, literally and figuratively center that group. And that I love that move. And then I also love, even though I love him, no Nicholas Cronwall is a good thing uh, for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the game At this was, point, yeah. yeah. The, the game just wasn't there anymore for him. I, I mean, he, he yeah. used to be one of the best outlet-passing uh, physical defensemen in the league, and I don't want to bash him at all, but it's good for that young team that his legs aren't back there anymore. Well, he may be back. It's not, Don't say it's over yet. Uh, he may be back. I don't, he I, may be back. You're right, he may be, and I don't know more than any than the people in those organizations, and I'm not hanging around Detroit, but you got a young team. I just don't see those old legs on the blue line. I think he can go somewhere else and help. I think he could be a cheap 5-6 option for another team. I think he'll, he's going to hang there until just before camp. We might see him go in the next couple of weeks. Uh, he can still play. Well, but, I think he's mm. going to stay in Detroit. It's either Detroit or nothing. But oh, really? I, I, I gave him a C-plus because I, you know, I thought that maybe Stevie Y was going to make something happen. I, you know, I kind of thought he was going to come in there, make one, make one kind of sizable move. But he didn't, so you know it's fine. Like I said, he didn't waste. He didn't waste. Any, he didn't waste any any money. Um, Ottawa Senators. They got they hired a new coach. They got Anisimov for Zach Smith. Um, I like Anisimov. I, I always have. He'll be he'll be better than Zach Smith. Um, you know if he can stomach losing all the time in Ottawa. Uh, I, Hainsey brings like a veteran presence. I feel sorry for Ronnie. He's got to finish out his career over there. And Zaitsev is, is, is going to help. I mean, Zaitsev's a pretty good defenseman. Uh, you know, he, he, I mean, I, I like CC better than Zaitsev, but having Hainsey and Zaitsev is going to help. Uh, it, 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 once again, if he wants to play, you know, or if he wants to go back to Russia or whatever, because it is Ottawa and there's going to be nothing to play for. I say B minus. You know, I, I, I don't really give them 
you know, I, I mean, I mean, it's easy to say, you know, oh, they do, you know, it's easy to grade them hard, but why? You're just kicking, you're just kicking a dead horse. Yeah, that's kind of true. And they needed to do so much that, um, but the Nisimov and Zaysev, you know, those are good. Um, I would say that's a fair, fair enough, Greg. I just didn't like the Zaitsev move that much for them. The, the term and the money coming back, he's just not worth. And I know that they're trying to spend to the floor. They're not. They know they're not going to be a very good team, and that's that's a risk that could work out. Yeah, I, I think they're solid C territory to me. I think that you're right, Joe. It's easy to dog them in any way and just say they're all oh, they're terrible. Yeah. Blah, blah. But they didn't. I mean, this is they're a better team on paper right now. Looking at them. Than they were last year, and good, I, Zach Smith last a, year, yeah. Zach Smith is a big loss, but I mean, bringing in Nisimov and and Ennis, and I I I think that um that they are definitely had a good summer for a team that's been headed in such a bad direction. It'd be a great summer if they could get a building like Calgary, and New York did, but that <laughs> yeah, yeah, It'd be a great summer if, if their owner, uh, you know, their owner sold the team yeah. to B and A. The Buffalo Sabres got a new another new coach, Ralph Kruger. Um, he's going to have more scoring at his at his uh, hand because they did sign Mark Hansen. and they got our old buddy Jimmy VC. So they got some scoring. Um, I went, you know, I like Vonnero. I gave him a B, a solid B. You know, not not a fabulous, but you know, a little better than average. I, I think it's Johansson is great. It'll give him second line scoring, and VC can score. And let's face it, Buffalo needs scoring. Uh, you know, the coach, I guess, Bill Housley didn't work out, so we'll see what Kruger does. I don't have a book on Kruger, but I gave him a B. Yeah, I don't know much about Kruger either. Uh, Joe Hansen, I think, is a great move, and D.C. Uh, also helps him. Uh, but I, I, to get Joe Hansen, that's a good play. Yeah, I, again, uh, it, it goes back to are they better. I think just looking from, from what they added and what they lost, they're definitely better. My only yeah. problem with Jimmy VC is like I still just haven't seen it with that guy. Like I, he's good, but I haven't seen like the big deal yet uh, with him. And I, you know, I'm not sure, you know, if I'm sold on him being a, a guy that's going to be real important to, to the core of a team. So this is a big proving himself year for VC. But yeah, I, I told I agree uh, with 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 the grade B. They they definitely got better. They didn't do anything to make him worse, and um, you know. Uh, a new coach, maybe maybe Jack Eichel will like Kruger. That, that's all the book has. To, <laughs> that's all the book has to say is Eichel will like this guy, <laughs> and, and then yeah, things right. will be okay. Uh, that's so you know. Hopefully, they found a guy that, that that those personalities mesh finally. All right, Florida Panthers. No more excuses not to make the playoff. Three times Stanley Cup champion head coach Joel Quinville. The best free agent goaltender out there, Bobo. It may say a little too long of a contract, but okay, they got him. They got him. They only have the goaltender. Bobby Lou's done, so they had to get somebody. Uh, Brett Conley, underrated assassin with some grit from the Capitals. Noel Kari, you know what he can do for a team. And they got Anton Strawman, solid blue liner. I gave him an A. Fraser Smith. I think they did very well too. I, I like Stallman, and I think, uh, uh, yeah, they did. They did well. That's a that's a good grade. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, not to to give away the future names and this is, but I, I would put them with up with anyone. I, I I don't know if I give anybody an A plus, but they certainly get the A. I, I mean, 
you, you can't go out and get the best goalie and the best coach available and not get an A for, for what you did over the summer. Yeah, they got a great coach. That's just the way they it got a great, And you're right. Yeah. Bobo. They got, yeah, they got the best goalie available. They got a coach that anyone who would need a coach in hockey would would throw everything at. And and, and then everything else, I'm not trying to, to just to just gloss over Akari and Strawlin. But after that, what else do you need to say? It's an A. They are the best goalie available, yeah. best coach available. And you got Coach All Q. Right. That's just that's huge. Tampa Bay Lightning. Now they shredded, they shedded, shredded, shedded JT Miller's contract and Ryan Callahan. JT can still play Callahan, not so much. But then they turned around and gave that money right to Kevin Shattenkirk, which I've said for weeks or two, two weeks was a big mistake. They signed Vasilevsky to a huge but very fair contract. But then they also signed Curtis McElhaney as a backup, which means they have three capable goaltenders now because Louis Domingue, I checked, still on the team. So I don't know what's going on there. And Braden Point is still on the market. And with all due respect to everybody, Mr. Marner, Mr. Kachuk, Mr. Line A, Mr. McAvoy, Braden Point might be the best RFA out there. Probably is. C minus. Yeah. For the Lightning, Frazier Smith. I concur with that. The point thing is, uh, yeah, come on, guys. Uh, one of the best, I feel, out there. And uh, so I think that's a pretty fair grade. Yeah, I, I give I mean, them. We, I said it last week that they only have $9.3 million left, and they have to move somebody off the roster if they want to sign Earn and, and Mr. Point. So... Uh, I don't know. How, I, I guess someone else is leaving, and I love that. I love all those other forwards. I don't know who they're going to they're gonna get rid of Joseph because they they want to yeah. Kirk. I don't know. Sorry, yeah. Go ahead. The best move they did also makes the summer kind of even for them because, like, look, no one's going to argue. Is Vasilevsky one of the top three goalies in the league? Yes. Has he been so the past three years? Of course. Will he be so the next five or six years? It certainly seems so. But like what you just said, if they weren't in cap hell. Yet, they went full throttle into it this summer. And, and I know you part of it was you had to. You want to keep your goaltender. But again, we're talking about another team that's going to be spending upwards of, of $30 million on three forwards. It, it's just not it, – that's just not a, a conducive to keeping anything together. In Tampa, instead of inching their window open, they keep shutting a little bit. <laughs> that, that's just the way I see it. They keep – I, I don't see – something has to give here. Uh, I, I mean, one or two injuries down the stretch, and they are done. They, they, they're, they're just too tight with the cap. So, to me, I, I give them, you know, maybe – where are we at with a C-minus? Because that's what I would say. Was that what you gave them, Joe? Yes, that's yep. what I did. Yes, yep. I did. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm, about right. I'm right on – I'm right with you. <laughs> I, I, I'm right with you. That's about right. And maybe Montreal, which I, I, I think maybe it's a little easier in Toronto. I think it's a little too easy in the Canadian team. I'm not trying to suck up to Canada. Believe me, people. Uh, maybe it's just a little nicer. I uh, Maybe it's just a little too nice, but I think we all hit it, hit it straight. Uh, three more divisions migrate next week. Um, I'm a little pressed for time, but I'll be at the Improv with Mr. Verzi, Paul Verzi, in Pittsburgh this weekend. Come on down, Puckoff fans. And then next Tuesday, I will be at the SF Punchline with Bill Burr, don't worry about it. There's no more tickets left. Um, <laughs> where are you going to be at, Fraser Smith? 
<laughs> well, I'm in Vegas uh, at the Tropicana and at the Laugh Factory there, along with uh, Darren Carter, the party starter, uh, and uh, Jonah Pody, and we're having some great shows here. I'm here through the weekend and back uh, for my Sunday night show on KLOS, and I hope you all tune in. And it was great to see Andy at the Laugh Factory the other night. That was awesome. Yeah, and I'm sure I'll be down there hanging out more. And then for me, I'm just going to promote, like I always do, the one thing I want people to listen to in L.A. to come to is come out to Rita House. It's the 28th. We're back this month. Uh, tickets are, I believe, $10 on Eventbrite. Uh, so Rita House. And I think, I'm not sure who our headliner is this week or this month. we got we got a good lineup coming. So please come down. Well, uh Puckoff fans, we thank you again for joining us. Uh, Joe, have some great shows there in your hometown. Andy, uh, glad that Rita House is back. And uh, this is Fraser Smith. I'm in Las Vegas. Uh, Joe's in Pittsburgh. Andy's in, in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, we thank you for joining us. And always, we want to thank the troops and our producer, Emma. And we thank you all for joining us on Puckoff. We are out. <laughs>